Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Did you know that temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, oh, man, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Brand's bed sheets inspired by silver-infused fabrics made by NASA. Miracle Brand makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. Ooh, yes, it feels good, man. It's got the self-cooling properties for better quality sleep. The silver-infused fabrics developed by NASA Miracle Brand Sheets, are they're thermoregulating, keep you the perfect temperature all night long. All night. Um, they are self-cleaning. That's good for all my uh, gross listeners who refuse to wash their she- sheets. Like They uh, you know, prevent 99.9% of bacteria growth. And they come since it comes with three free towels, you get two gifts in one just in time for the holidays. And why keep sleeping on bacteria when you can have clean sheets with less bacteria to clog your pores, fewer breakouts, and other skin problems? Okay, so go to trymiracle.com slash mighty. That's T-R-Y-M-I-R-A-C-L-E dot com slash M-I-G-H-T-Y. Trymiracle.com slash mighty to try it today or to gift it to someone special this holiday season. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Save over 40%. Be sure to use our promo code mighty at checkout to save even more and get three free towels. And Miracle is so confident their product is backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you are 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Brand. Go to trymiracle.com slash mighty and use the code mighty to claim your three free piece towel set and save over 40%. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash mighty to treat yourself a friend or a loved one this holiday season. Thank you, Miracle Brand, for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy, Johnny J. John Gabris. All you gotta do is trust me. Jackson, Maine, what are you doing here? Abortion is healthcare. Thanks for the heads up. I agree. From the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island, standing six foot two, 296 pounds. It's Jonathan Gabrus. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Spears, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabrus. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur not here. Currently at the groomer getting deep. 
Shannon. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, first time guest, long time follower, we got from Mythical Kitchen, it's Josh what the hell just happened, man? It's like you transformed into a JV football coach that got fired for trying to buy the kids beer. I love that. That's the energy I want. To be fair, I'm a JV coach that tra- got fired for trying to buy the kids beer who turned himself into a podcaster. Yeah, <laughs> for the that's rest fair. Of the- that's that's fair. more my vibe, to be honest. <laughs> I love it, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so I'm so stoked to have you, dude. I was saying off mic, so I want to repeat this. On- we met at like a backyard comedy show somewhere uh, mm-hmm. in the Valley. I'd never done it before. Uh, we- you introduced yourself to me. We followed each other on Instagram and I fell in love because your Instagram is exclusively making insane food and lifting weights. Two things that I'm a a major fan of. (laughs) I, I mean, likewise, man, that's, that's the reason I followed you. I think Zach Brooks was actually like, Hey, you know who loves lifting weights and eating chalupas? John Gabris. And I was (laughs) like, I'm in baby. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, Zach Brooks, former guest (laughs) of the podcast, uh, uh, curator of smorgasburg here in LA. Great guy. Check out smorgasburg. If you haven't, Love that dude. He uh, he brought me to my first ever music concert, which was Coachella when I was 25 years old. Jesus Somehow, Christ. I don't know. I don't know how the fuck that happened, man. I just I missed it. My whole life's about food and sports, and just never saw live music. I, That's like, wild because everyone's always like, "What was your first concert?" Mine is like Soul Asylum in like 1994 at Jones Beach, hell yeah. and yours is in like the early 2000s or whatever. That's correct. Now we're talking like 2013. I, I did walk. <laughs> <laughs> I did walk through. I walked through a Talib Kweli concert to get a burrito. The closest, the closest like point to the burrito in me was through a Talib Kweli concert. And I walked in and I was a little stony baloney. I was at UC Santa Barbara, who wouldn't be there? And I walk in and I see, you know, Talib Kweli and there's a bunch of white kids at UCSB, like, and I don't think any of them knew Talib Kweli. And I was like, oh, like, what's up, man? And he goes, fuck Fox News. And I look at him and I go, fuck Fox News. I'm gonna get a burrito. And so I never saw him perform any music, but- But you did get to interact with him from the stage. So that's- Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his music's great, but that seems like the real- I love Talib Kweli. Uh, and so when, you know, when a guest comes on, we try to come up with a topic ahead of time. Mm. And I, for ours, I was just like, uh, how about, uh, bro split? Like there's so much bro splits, push pull splits, uh, three day, uh, starting strength, uh, squats, the big four deadlifts, uh, late. And then like late night food, of course. Mm -hmm. Cause like, uh, food is so paramount in my life. And then like late night food seems like the older I get, it starts to become more and more of like a special thing. It's like mm-hmm. something I'm sort of like building into weekends and shit at this point in my life. As I try to keep the blood pressure down and keep the heart moving, I find myself being like, well, Saturday night, you can go fucking ham at one in yep. the morning. <laughs> yeah. And for me, it's so like intertwined with lifting and training and all that stuff too. So like one, being a, being an athlete in college, you played rugby, yeah? Correct. Yeah. And so like, you know, you got, you got to stay being a big beefy boy. You're working out six hours a day, whatever. I was a, a shot put discus hammer thrower. And so just, yeah. we would just, we would rip, we would bring large Chick-fil-A milkshakes into the weight room. And we would also, we did a thing. Uh, it was a bootleg pre-workout called Hyphy Mud that I think Cali Muscle, a prison bodybuilder on YouTube made, <laughs> which is you take a bottle of Pepsi. We use wild cherry. You'd shake it up, let it go flat, mix it with Nescafe, instant coffee. And so we're slamming that. We're like dry scooping creatine. We're drinking milkshakes. And then we're just like deadlifting till we threw up. 
And so that was like my diet plan back then. Dude, college was about <laughs> college was about the dirty bulk, right? The dirty it was bulk, like man. it was all Oof. about the dirty bulk. I would be doing uh fucking hydroxy cut at like pills <laughs> as my pre-workout, dry scoop and creatine. I got fucking uh what was the protein powder of choice we all had? We all had like the same protein. Optimum nutrition. We oh, all yeah, had optimum yeah. nutrition uh, protein for post-workout. And we and I, and this was when I was in full bro split. Over the course of rugby, I started getting into more functional strength and like mm. metabolic conditioning shit. But in the beginning, it was just like, all right, I did uh, flat bench, incline bench, and decline bench. Okay, now time That's to do flies. <laughs> or like dumbbells, you know? It's like just doing 12 sets for the chest, 12 sets for the delts and it's like i fucking miss that just slow fucking oh i go to the gym for two hours and 15 minutes mm. every day in college yep. it was the fucking dream 10 minutes of cardio at the end maybe <laughs> the funny thing is like i was training so specifically for hammer throw by the end of it that i was not allowed to do a single like pushing motion so like no we do some like split jerks occasionally but so no bench pressing because when you hold a hammer you're like holding it in front of you so if you have a large chest then you're shortening. You can't get you. You shorten your fucking anchor. There. Yeah. You so you look at yeah. all these like giant Belarusian motherfuckers that are winning Olympic gold medals, and they got these giant hunchbacks and this concave chest. They got you know that I mean? like crew body. Like when you yeah. see like elite rowers, they have like they're like even it's elite like swimmers shell. sometimes have that. Yeah, you get like that concavity in your chest because your lats and rhomboids and, mm -hmm. and uh, traps are so big. So Fuck. I was just this like 280 pound Chick fil A milkshake drinking, <laughs> Nescafe hyphy mud drinking, dry scooping, turtleback motherfucker. And I was so freaking strong. But then now that I'm like an adult, I'm like, oh, let's introduce like a little bit of moderation into your life. And I hate it. It sucks. Moderation is key, and it's um, like a something I have a the. It's probably the thing I have most difficulty with in my entire life is. Which like, is why you take late night foods and you quarantine them off to one day. Yeah, one day. Right. Yeah. It, it, that's kind of. It's kind of like that used to be the thing. I, I lived in New York City for ten years after mm -hmm. college. Like, I, I ate like full dinners at like two thirty in the morning. Like, sit down. Like, I'd be like, oh yeah, now's the time mm -hmm. to have my fine. My finally, I could have dinner. I'm not busy <laughs> anymore. I'm not busy and I'm wasted. So I sit down and have a full meal. And like, I was in my twenties, so it worked. And I was yeah. walking everywhere here, like in one and a half years of living in L.A. with like fucking wreck weed and like Postmates popping off and all that. shit. <laughs> I found and taco trucks. I just found myself falling apart. And I was like, OK, we need to like I need to get a better relationship with this. But I will not. I refuse to lose the power to indulge. I will no. like just build it in into what I need. Yeah. That that one day, that one like pure back and old beautiful moment of getting hammered on a Friday or Saturday night, and then like I I've now been in a relationship for like uh, three years, love my fiance Julia to death, and we are now at the point where like when we go out, we don't have to worry about coming coming home and having sex. We have there's an infinite amount of sex in the future that is potential. Today, no, this is about going to Thai town. This is about finding like salted turnip omelets. That's the move tonight. We have the rest of our lives for that. You know what I mean? The Thai omelet, that's where it's at. We call it in our house TFTF, too fat to fuck. And it's like, tonight, 
we're just it's a given if we're if we don't fuck before we get in the uber to go mm-hmm. out we're toast <laughs> like, and that's fine that's beautiful yeah, yeah. Right? we've been together for 20 years we, yeah. we've had sex and we will again <laughs> like, dude congratulations but, man thank you. sex that's fun that's a fun yeah time. it rules yeah, yeah. it's I'm almost as good as uh eating a dozen burritos las palma <laughs> close 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 <laughs> they're really oh. neck and neck depending on my my level of horniness versus oh. hungriness <laughs> oh is that is burritos la palma is that like is that one of your tops it's one of my tops and dude. uh this this delivery company locale added frozen burritos las palmas to their fucking like delivery thing so like once a month i just get like eight birrias and eight bean and cheeses delivered oh, they're like oh. the little thin guys get mm-hmm. them delivered to my house hit the fucking flat top a couple of a couple of minutes on each side and jam them down in that big fucking bowl of like watery salsa that they yeah, do yeah, like yeah. style so, mm-hmm. oh. and i just i i literally we did this on sunday night i had like eight and i was <laughs> 45 minutes late to hiking on Monday morning with my buddy because I was like, I did the thing where I I street park. I like walked to my car to drive to hiking. And then Mm. as I drove past my own apartment, I quickly put my hazards on, got out, ran into my apartment and shit one last time. (laughs) Oh my God, man. I'm right. I'm currently full of just a bunch of Zenku chicken hummus and black coffee. And so I'm like, (laughs) it's coming. Jesus, Vishnu, whoever is out there, do not let me shart on this podcast. (laughs) Please. Well, if there was ever a podcast to shart on, it's this one. That's fair enough, man. That's fair enough. I've shit my pants at this desk, which is eight (laughs) feet from my bathroom. (laughs) Like right outside that door is a bathroom, and I accidentally shit my pants here. I was like, inexcusable. Truly was. I was like playing a video game, and I'm like, oh, let me just do one more round, then I'll pause it before I go shit, and then. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. <laughs> Incredible. What, what was the video game? Oh, it was, um, fuck, it's called like Vampire Crusaders or something. It was a Steam game that I love. Mm, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Vampire you're, you're Defenders. A, yeah, you're, a Diab- you're a Diablo guy too, right? I, I played Diablo 3 so much in the pandemic. I was getting to the point where me and my buddies were uh, playing Diablo 3 together. Three 40-year-old men, one with a kid. With our phones all on FaceTime audio on like a group chat, <laughs> like Jesus playing Christ. Diablo while live group chatting. Like we, that's the shit we were doing when we were like 16. We're just doing it again. What's your, what's your build? Uh, I was um, on, I'm always the uh, dual wield. I guess they're demon hunter in D3. Like yeah, the, fucking, yeah. the shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Dual wield the single hand crossbows. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, Throw a fucking couple it. of traps out and just mm-hmm. like, get the sentry the traps. Get the sentry yep. traps every time the elemental, and then every time you shoot, the, all you just you just fucking surround people, flank them. Yeah, Oof. and because one one of my my two buddies were a crusader and a sorceress, so I just kind of like split the diff in there, and we fucking man, I you just made me want to play. I, like my wife, my wife and I have plans to watch a movie tonight, but she's like, oh, I don't know when I'm gonna get back from Pilates, and I was all of a sudden like, okay, I can get high and play Diablo as soon as I get <laughs> off with Josh. <laughs> like, I'm 40. That, I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I can get some gaming in. <laughs> do you have, do you like, so my go to late night is when I want, like, I, I have a light gluten intolerance mm. and it kind of fucks me up. I love sandwiches. And, but I find if I go like a little corn heavy Mexican with a little bit like 
you know, maybe a flour tortilla on something mm-hmm. or the other. I, I can like, it's, it's less brutal in the morning. So my late night go-tos are like, uh, you know, Guela Guetza or mm, yeah, ca- yeah. cactus on vine. And, and, uh, those sort of like late night tacos, like Al Pastor is like my, one of my favorite fucking things in the world. Dude, same, 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 yeah. same. I, my, my go-to Al Pastor spot, it's uh tacos tomics. I'm on the West side now and I went to UCLA. And so like, I, that's, you know, my stomping grounds, not a lot of great late night options, but Tacos Tomics uh, on the corner of uh, oh, I'm so bad with streets. It's by a Ralph's in like West Culver City. But to me, they have the best Alpa store in the city, and I'll go there. I actually love get. I, I'm a huge a huge burrito guy, man. Burritos to me are the best late night food. Like tacos are great, but it's a lot of effort. And like burritos, they just they stay warm for so long. It insulates heat. It's like a warm mouth hug from the inside. And the the Fuck marinade yeah. on the Alpa store is so strong that it like comes through the rice and beans in the burrito. So you're still tasting it. That's oh. to me, one of the top moves. Dude, the thing that's fun about a burrito is a late night meal in lieu of tacos or like a quesadilla, nachos and tacos, like whatever your mm. goat. The thing about a burrito is it's kind of like smoking a joint or opening a bottle of wine where it's yeah. like, it, it's finite at least. Like if you're yes. tacos, you're like, do I get six? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or like, and if it's, if you're ripping bowls, you might accidentally smoke an eighth. But if you're yep. smoking a joint, you're like, well, after this joint, I'll be done. After this it's, bottle yeah. of red, no more. But if you're like pouring from a bottle of whiskey, like I need to like be kind of forced moderation a little bit. So Same. the burrito works in that one. You may, you, you maybe you get a California style, add fries, go fucking ham on it, but it's still just finite at least. Cause you know, yeah. like with tacos, it's like, yeah, maybe four or five. Anyone want to split a Dilla? Oh yeah, let's split a Dilla. And the next thing you know, you're like sixty one dollars at a taco truck. Jesus, do you take Amex? Like I'm fucked. Yeah, uh, someone someone once asked me. I think it was in high school. A teacher asked me uh, one word adjective to describe yourself, and I said consumptive. I just like consuming. I I love taking. Uh, I like just smoking things, drinking things. That makes it sound like I'm smoking anything other than like weed and the occasional cigarette. No, I <laughs> I've limited the amount. I smoked saffron once though. That was that was weird. Uh, yeah, oh, I've definitely smoked oregano, banana peels, all the shit yeah. you heard when you were a kid that could get you uh, high if you didn't have weed. I've smoked any everything on that list. Yeah. <laughs> now it's now it's the normal. But like I love taking like you said a whole thing and then reducing it to nothing and knowing that it's now inside me. That yeah. sounded vaguely sexual. That too, but but there is like, a there's a sexuality that there's an eroticism to consumption that I fu- like. There's something like it's truly indulgent. Like if you allow same. yourself to feel the feelings you feel when you really, if you're really looking forward to a me- late night meal or mm-hmm. any meal, but like we're keeping it in the late. If you're really looking forward to it, it can hit like jerking off. It can hit like coming. One hundred percent. Well, so- it's it's pleasure delaying. It's pleasure yeah. delaying because you're you're edging it's towards edging. the yeah. late night. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You're like, we oh, if it. I get a little more high, or if I have one more beer, <laughs> yes. this shit's going to hit even harder. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. You're like, might as well be like fingering your mouth waiting in line at the taco spot. You ever like really miss time it though and you're like, oh, I fucked up and I'm about to faint? Because that happened to me recently. Dude, I, I, I do that every once in a while when I start to see like my day is the way my day is building. I'm like, shit, okay. Based on the fact that I have a show yeah. and I'm going to the gym at night, I could probably skip dinner with a post-workout shake and make it till 11. Dude. And then it's like, it's like 11 and you're driving home and like, you're like, fuck that place is closed. Oh, fuck that. Like your first four options are closed. And then you're like at Jack in the box, not yeah. complaining, but you're like, this isn't where I wanted to end up. Uh-huh. And that's like, to me, if I could 
continue to be gross and compare it to like you know you're in college you're like okay i guess i'm i guess i'm fucking this guy or <laughs> like okay it's this person sick all right yeah you're here still all right let's get i need to i i need to eat sorry jack <laughs> uh i i i don't know how the fuck we've lived the same life because i do the same thing on like a friday night if i'm going out i'll go immediately from work to the gym which is like 100 yards from where i work and then I'll like hit a heavy workout. I'll keep a protein bar in my backpack. So it's like seven at night and I eat like a little 200 calorie protein bar. And it's like, all right, we're going to go get rip shit hammered. And then like midnight 30, then that's the move. And then I'm like just counting down. I don't care. I'm a zombie by that point. I'm talking to people, having conversations. I don't give a fuck. They're talking about, you know, 9-11 uh, conspiracies. I'm like, probably I don't care. I'm trying to go to Koreatown <laughs> after this. Anybody want short rib soup? Uh, my my wife is like she likes to party and she has like social arrangements and I do too but we'll go to these things and I'll just be the whole time being like ooh you know what is on the way home she's like yeah, just yeah, like yeah. hang out with like we're at a friend's <laughs> birthday and I'm like oh ye old rustic we can stop in there and get wings the chicken you know? wings man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chicken oh. wings are like my you mentioned it when we were talking about this ahead of time, like another thing about late night food, especially for someone like you, who's I'm skilled to a certain degree and, mm. you know, I, I pale in comparison to your <laughs> capabilities, but being able to make your own late night food Dude. or that is the 40 year old version of like, oh, that party is near a McDonald's is like the 40 year old version is like. Oh, I've got that leftover ground turkey with the taco seasoning that I made. <laughs> oh, if I if I have tortillas, I could just get melted cheese, you know, like and like you were just like, oh fuck, I can make myself try to make a crunch wrap supreme. That's what I'm gonna do when I go. And like that's Hell the grown yeah. up version that appeals to me so much. Like like every once in a while, Tiff Tiff will be like, oh yeah, uh, we have that. You have leftover sausage and peppers, and she's like, "Oh, and I have the Trader Joe's frozen gnocchi in the freezer." It's like it's twelve thirty at night, and we're making fucking sausage and turkey sausage and pepper pasta in like a huge ball, and we're like, "Yeah!" Like that's like I like the Chrissy Teigen school of cooking or the Rachel yeah. Ray school of cooking. It's like I have these two things; you can put them together. <laughs> yes, thank you for validating Rachel Ray, man, because it's cool to shit on Rachel. Rachel Ray showed me how to cook more than anybody else in my life. I cook more meals. like Rachel Ray than any other cook I ever watched growing up. And I watched Same. all the chef shows, all the travel shows, all that shit. And Rachel Ray is the one I'm the most like. It's like, oh, sort like, oh, you can buy this thing and this thing that exists. Mm -hmm. And did you know you can smash them together and it's good. And then that that's what makes you that's like starter cook. Like that's the shit that people need. Like the first time I made like tuna noodles for myself by making like mm -hmm. shell pot ch uh, Annie's mac and cheese and then adding tuna and like stirring it together I was like oh this is delicious this is when I was obviously broke in Brooklyn and I was like this is fucking delicious yeah. eat that every day for like a year and then all of a sudden you're like ooh a little bit of Valentina hot sauce oh you know what I need to get a pepper mill like you and that's how I grew up food wise I was like yeah Oh, this is good. And like my wife would be like, ooh, fresh greens would be good on top of this. I'm like, right, a little micro green, you know? Like now, like we have all these things in our house that can be added to bullshit, you know? So it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, right, we have the sriracha aioli we, pre we made previously or purchased previously for a different recipe. It's like, mm. bust that out with this late night. Uh, it's the fucking, it's, it's an art and a science at the same time. And that's like a, a wonderful place to live your life. Especially if you're coming home at the, like the end of the week, if you're a responsible, you know, person like us and you're drinking on a Friday or Saturday and then you have an entire week's worth of leftovers and like Julia does not throw shit away. So we'll have like a quarter teaspoon of a condiment that I made for dinner on Monday and that's still in a little Ziploc bag or something. And so I'm like, all right, I can take that. Like it's like a, you know, Yemeni hot sauce or something. I'm like, I'm taking that slug and that's going in the fried rice the other day. 
I got home. I, I can't even remember where I was, but I was out drinking. I meant to get late night food. No, what it was, it was a concert. I went to the Ramstein concert. Oh at, yeah, with uh, with our mutual friend Iffy. Yeah. Yeah, with Iffy. Yeah. Oh, we got we gotta all go lift and another and meathead together, nerd. Man. Yeah. Another all... meathead nerd who loves food. Uh we gotta start a club. But we went to that show and like we were all planning this late night food. We're like, we're gonna go to Koreatown, we're getting like Karibi Gym, we're getting that big old short rib thing. But then like leaving a concert at a giant venue like the Coliseum, everyone's fucked up, having a great time, moshing, all that stuff. Also, Iffy, my God, can he just control a mosh pit? What a yeah. large, powerful man. <laughs> I uh, Jewel. Uh, but we were all planning on getting late night food. But then by the time you like figure out how to get out of there amid the crowd, you are just like completely sober and all you want to do is go home. And so we all just ended up going home, didn't get the late night food, but I was already like worked up. It was like you get, you know, you're getting horned up. You got blue balled, but food. Yeah. Version. Well, also you get blue mouthed and then uh, uh, blue palated. Uh, <laughs> the thing and the other thing about that is, too, it's like if for maybe if you're lightly OCD or really trying to dial in your nutrition other days, you're like, no. After the Romstein concert is when mm -hmm. I was allowed to go yeah, off. Exactly. And like, so you're like, I still need to go off. Like, I still need, I, I got the hall pass from my own nutritionist <laughs> myself. So I need to, I, I'm not missing this opportunity. So like, it feels like, it feels like, oh, no, no, no. I was already told I could fuck. Yeah. I, I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I go home and like, that is just dominating my thoughts. Can't think about anything else. And I go home and I find uh, some like, six day old white rice from Chinese that we ordered on like a hungover Sunday. Perfect. I'm like, all right, fried rice. That's going to be the move. Uh, and then I found like Cajun Trinity. Don't even know why I had it, but I had bell pepper, uh, onion, celery. And then I had like some andouille sausage and then some frozen shrimp and kimchi and gochujang. And I was like, this is like kimchi, like Cajun kimchi fried rice. Holy fuck, this is happening. Yeah, you made and like a just, Cajun oh, paella. Dude, like basically, <laughs> man. And like, oh, I let it get crusty in the bottom of the pan. And uh. it was just like, Oh, and it was, yeah, like you said, it's art and science all in one. And ultimately, it's a bowl of slop. And when you're a little drunk, you're like, I can put mayonnaise on my rice. I'm an American citizen. That's my right. You know, what <laughs> I, I got mean? this bottle of squirt QP in here. Let's go <laughs> fucking in. Right. Uh, dude, uh, we, we actually have a dish that we used to make w when we lived together in Brooklyn called slop. That is like our, <laughs> it's our favorite. And here's, here's what it is. It's uh, you cook. You brown some turkey or, or mm -hmm. ground beef. Uh, we use ground turkey. Tiff doesn't eat beef and pork. Uh, pour uh, Campbell's tomato soup on top of that. Hell yeah. Make it like a big sloppy joe. Make noodles. Combine the two in a big pot. And then add sour cream. <laughs> it fucking <laughs> rules. <laughs> that's like and it's those, gross. <laughs> it's like something that like the Campbell's Corporation put out like just after the Great Depression. You know, they're trying right, to yeah. lean people back onto food. They're like, hey, we know you you know, you know can only eat cabbage and potatoes then. But like now, eh, some slop. We'll yeah. Put it's like beef, this, some this is what the soldiers eat. You know, like <laughs> yeah, uh, do yeah. it for the troops. We Fulfill can your it. patriotic duty. <laughs> yeah, <Eat> exactly. Slop. <laughs> Victory slop. Rosie the slop eater. The lesser known <laughs> icon of uh, women's I, lib movement <laughs> most most of my meals are slop and like my coworkers will 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 say that like oh josh got his bowl of slop today because what i do is i take ground turkey throughout the week like i'll indulge i'll go out to dinner whatever but i'm not gonna like waste calories on things i'm not gonna really enjoy so there's like like i hate like shitty office catering i'm grateful for free food all that but like i'll take a crappy deli sandwich and i'll just scoop out the meat of three of them house it and then just put the bread back on the tray i'm just like a monster and i don't care i'm not wasting that but i take ground turkey and i just saute it and then i'll just dump in some Erdes salsa verde 
Oh, and then whatever man. vegetable I have, just because vegetables are good. So it'll just be like cooked cabbage, turkey, and salsa verde. And I'm just like eating it with a single tortilla, just, just slurping it down like oysters. Bro, uh, for, and it's perfect. For lunch the last three days, I've had uh, spring mix with ground turkey, crumbled goat, sliced almonds, cranberry, no dressing. Uh, <laughs> like uh, like three days in a row. Because cause I my, my wife, unfortunately... Unfortunately for her, every meal needs to be a treat. But mm-hmm. I, because of, I think because of my meathead mentality and like the years I spent eating grilled chicken and broccoli, yep. like the years I spent living on supplements and shit, I, I can get into the food is fuel mindset and be Same. like, it's not about, I, and then like sensible lunches. You know, you're like, oh, I can flex on. Di-. And now, as a matter of fact, uh, we have a meal delivery service that we do three nights a week that like delivers healthy oh, meals just to like get us to Thursday where we can start messing around. Like sh- we both yeah, are yeah. too busy working from home to really cook for each other. So three nights a week we just have off like the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then they deliver such healthy, clean eating. So if you eat good lunches Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and eat our <laughs> delivered meals Monday, like it's like now Thursday's coming around. You're like, I'm on three days in a row of clean. Mm-hmm. I can keep it up for another day on my own. And now it's the week. Now it's the motherfucking freak end. Let's go. Let's go to Italy. Pick up like a dozen fucking things you know hell yeah we're always going to the malls because uh mm. we walk to the grove to go see the movies or if we go to century city for imax movies and every time we go to either one of them it's like well let's stop at italy on the way out let's stop at the farmer's market <laughs> on the way out and design a meal you know what i mean it's yeah, like, yeah. just get like nine turkey sausages from maraconda in the grove or whatever and bring that shit home oh i, I love quantity i love having quantity like that's a dream like we used to make like 40 chicken meatballs like every Sunday mm-hmm. and like yeah. it would just be like yes four days of fucking I know I got meatballs in the fridge like that it's empowering I it like is. know how like doomsday preppers feel a little <laughs> bit like you know if I have like 40 chicken meatballs in my fridge I feel like I could t- handle the world because it's like if I'm ever hungry I can have a healthy chicken meatball like there's nothing like delicious not disgusting food on tap where you're like yes. all right yeah I need to let me get 40 grams of protein and 600 calories clean right now almond meal instead of fucking uh, <laughs> breadcrumbs boom oh Jesus oh gee I do like I do the quinoa thing it's fun it's kind of Gwyneth a little goop Oh, uh, I, I like good. the sound of that. I like this because almond meal can be a little like uh, leaden. It can give the meatball a little, he- yeah, a little yeah. more heft than you want. Yeah. Ooh. I, I get like the... straight up. An- I get straight up anxiety if I don't have like bounty. Like if I don't have if I go to like a fast food restaurant and I only order one combo meal, I'm like, well, I don't know if it'll be enough. I want to see all of the wrappers spread all over my car. So I should probably add on a crunch wrap. And then like, you know, the cheesy gordita crunch is right there, too. And so, like, I need the to best, do that. The best piece of food, I the best fast food item of all time is the CGC. That, that's CGC. my that's oh, really? personal favorite. The cheesy gordita crunch is my personal favorite. I it's mean, missing, I, it's missing tomato. It's missing tomato. That's the only thing. Oh, I say I hate tomato, especially fast food tomato. Like, uh, <laughs> I I think tomato on sandwiches. I don't mind it on about uh, most tacos. But I don't miss it on the CGC, and I I hate a tomato on a sandwich. Like I, it just ruins it for me. Almost unless it's a oh. BLT, unless it's a, a titular tomato, then it's allowed to stay. In my there's mind. a lot of gratuitous tomatoes. Also, yeah, fast food tomatoes are like some of them are hardly a tomato. They're they're not even red in color. You ever open up a Whopper and you see that steamed ass tomato inside, and it's just and it's light. like green or white, <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah. it's like the size of the burger patty, like paper thin, and kind uh-huh. of like 
like melted on top of yeah, your burger. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh man. It's just disintegrated right in there. Oh. Just recording these ads after coming back from a weekend away where I did absolute harm to my body uh, via consumption. But luckily for me, every morning I was able to have some athletic greens because I got the travel packets. Put that in a bottle of water, shake it up, and get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. Oh, yeah. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. You understand how multivitamins work. This is a different way to consume it, okay? So here's what I like about it. Everyone talks about taking multivitamin how it's important. You got to have one with high-quality ingredients that your body's actually going to absorb. And here's my favorite thing. Broken record time for your old high and mighty listeners. But it's a micro habit with huge benefits. It's very easy to do every day. It's very easy when you're away for vacation and you're treating your body like garbage to make sure, hey, maybe I should just chug down some athletic greens this morning. Oh, and I accidentally got 12 to 16 ounces of water with that. Doesn't that work? Oh, and it only cost me less than $3 a day. Man, I'm investing in my health and it's cheaper than a cold brew. Oh, yeah, athletic greens. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. They come in handy with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash mighty. A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C-G-R-E-E-N-S dot com slash M-I-G-H-T-Y to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Ooh, Stitch Fix. You know that feeling when your clothes fit just right? Ooh, yeah. That's the Stitch Fix feeling. <laughs> uh, if you're like me, you hate shopping for yourself because uh, it's stressful trying on clothes and trying to pick stuff out for yourself. And while busy and with body issues is uh, <laughs> not ideal. But with Stitch Fix, it's the easy way to get clothes that fit you without having to endlessly scroll through options. All you have to do is answer a few low-stress questions about where you typically get your clothes, what you like to wear, your price range. With those choices and a wide range of sizes available, they'll find you your perfect fit. You just kick back and let Stitch Fix send you clothes handpicked just for you. They've got over a 1,000 brands of styles you know and love, and they'll show you how to wear head-to-toe outfits so you can just get dressed and go. Now, I don't know about you, but it does feel like having a, a personal stylist where you're like, oh, this is my size. This is what I'm looking for. Oh, send it along. Send me some options. No, that's not for me. Let me return that super easy. Trust me, you're going to like Stitch Fix. The options are, and even for my weird size and weird fashion taste, uh, Stitch Fix was able to find me some great pieces. So right now, Stitch Fix is offering my listeners $20 off their first fix at stitchfix.com slash mighty. That's stitchfix.com slash mighty for $20 off today. Stitchfix.com slash mighty. Talking about fast food uh, burger toppings. Here's a magic thing. and. Uh, late night eating and I've, I've tried to recreate this at home and done it the combo of like warm mayo and shredded iceberg mm, mm. like on and like that, that shit is just mm -hmm. a beautiful like the way 
the long boys from Burger King is where I first tasted that sensation of like yes, too the, much hot the chicken. The yeah. chicken sandwich, yeah, yeah. Those long chicken sandwiches. Oh, mm-hmm. those are the fucking best. And <laughs> like that is something that's magical that I learned from. It's up there with the blending of cheese and ketchup in a bacon, egg, and cheese. Like those are like two of the magic concoctions. Like when che- when a, you get a BEC in New York City and mm-hmm. then. With SPK and your K, uh, your K and the C kind of melt together into like that reddish paste, like cheese paste. That shit fucking slaps, dude. The hot mayonnaise people who don't love hot mayonnaise, I like. I would not trust if I like met a person at a bar and they were like, "I don't like hot mayonnaise. It grosses me out." I'm like, "You're you're probably don't live a very fulfilled sex life." I would think that. I don't know why. It's like you're afl- you're afraid of pleasure. Hot mayonnaise. Is good. It is sensual in the mouth. It is salty. It is tangy. It is perfect. And if you have ever eaten hollandaise and you shit on hot mayonnaise, you're a coward. You're a Get coward lost. and a hypocrite. Get lost. Get lost, chump. Anyone who hates mayo, they're like, ew, mayo grosses me out. I'm like, eating it straight. And they're like, no, even on stuff. I'm like, I don't get you. Get lost. I could get I could get behind. I don't like eating a spoonful of mayo. I sure. still disagree with you, <laughs> but I can understand your sensation there. But if you're like, no, I don't like it on sandwiches, I'll be like, what the fuck do you do? It's mayo. It's the best on everything. We make mm-hmm. our grilled cheese in mayo in the pan. No butter. You do the, cr- you do the crust on the outside? Yep. Oh, fucking. I, t- my wife turned me on to that. I had no idea about that. She's like, oh, yeah, you use mayo instead. And it just like makes a fucking special ass grilled yeah, cheese. Yeah, the egg's uh, kind of crust. Wait, does your, does your wife have like a healthy relationship with food? Is she one of those people? She has a healthy-ish, you know- she takes care, like she does a good job of not being, dis- but she does not have a healthy relationship. Um, now, the more I think about it, she, f- she needs to indulge. She just mm. is not a large person. So for her, and and she only really eats like one meal a day now. Like, oh, you gotcha. Know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she kind of like works all day and has like some snacks at some point, some light snacks and, one, some, and then sits down for dinner. Uh, but when we go out, she, she's the queen. We, ne- we can never have enough food. She like it. It's like it's mm. in our Italian genetics. Like she, we can't help ourselves. It's just like anyone else want this for the table? And people, are, the people we're with, are like, "Oh God, we can't." It's like get it, get it, get at it. Let's go. I love going large groups because it's like we can all we can split more stuff now. <laughs> yeah, dude, hundred percent, hundred percent. Six is the right amount of people because that way you don't have to order duplicates of anything. But I will say yes. my 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 fiance and I on our first date we went to Nightshade, which was my favorite restaurant in Los Angeles, Maylin. Absolutely ruled. Greg Popovich and Tim Duncan were on our first date. Then, like, oh, not shit. with us, but they were in the restaurant. <laughs> it was um, a double date. <laughs> <laughs> but we we go there, and uh, I knew she had a sweet tooth because we've been chatting earlier on Hinge. Shout out Hinge, please sponsor my freaking wedding. Um, but <laughs> anyways, gotta get that plug in there. But uh, I was like, hey, um, can we just like order all five desserts? And she was like, I love you. And I was like, what? She didn't say that. But we ordered all five fucking desserts on our first date, and we just housed them all. That's um, awesome. Dude, yeah. there's it's that's always king shit. Like when you're like when you're rattling off the small plates that you want mm-hmm. for the table and you're like, yeah, and we'll have the the um we'll have the spare ribs, we'll have that, yeah, we'll have that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and it's like, well, and then we realize, oh, we got everything but this. It's like, all right, well, 
throw those on there too. Like, well, then, we got to round it out. Got to round five it out. out of six. Let's just go for six. Just add it, baby. Throw it on the list. <laughs> but there's people who don't understand like that modality, right? Like we were out in uh, in New York. I was shooting at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Speaking of excess, Hell yeah. uh, we we're shooting there, and like you know, we we're out with uh, our social. You charged the stage, right? You, <laughs> you tried. Yeah, to... that was me. That was me. You got choked out by. Uh... No, if it was me, I would have fucking dropped and gotten Joey Chestnut in a toehold. All right, I would have yeah, yeah. dodged that. I, I would. I would uh, trust you would be okay in that situation <laughs> physically. <laughs> but we uh, we're going with like our social cameraman, right? He's not into food. He literally eats the same Cheerio granola breakfast every single day. That's not his thing. He's like a. He went and saw a, a, a showing of the Zapruder film while we were in New York. That's his thing. And he, he loves that. And so we go to this restaurant and we have a group of like 10 people. It's opening night for a restaurant that my fiance like helped open because she works for like an entertainment marketing group and they had a steak in it. And so we're there and I'm like, we got to ball out. And so uh, I start ordering and I'm just like, all right, like two of the shumai, three of the hargao. We're going definitely need two of those spare ribs. I think just one fried tofu. And then like just went and he looks at me and goes, I've I've never seen anything like that. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, how did you like know to like, you just did it with so much confidence. And I was like, this is my, this is my comfort. So this is where I am most comfortable and most filled with joy. I feel and empowered. Life. Yeah, exactly, man. I'm always the one I'm like, uh, I, anyone I'm like, I'll order for everybody. Like, yeah. oh, you know yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm completely comfortable. I'm uh -huh. like, there's the low key, like unspoken, like we're splitting this evenly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, we're not going item by item because I'm about to I'm about to go off. And yeah. if, if you and people who go out to eat with me and, and Tiff, they they just know it's like well, <laughs> like, it's like we're gonna confidence. drink and we're gonna eat. So you might we almost like green light the other people's gluttony of like you're splitting this with us, so you might as well be disgusting <laughs> as well. Like yeah. you're, either yeah. that or if if you don't eat and drink, you're pay, you're helping underwrite our eating and drinking. So just get on board. We're not gonna look at the. We're not even going to look at the amount when the check comes. We're just going to yeah. hand uh, hand our card over. I don't give a... I'm Figure in. it out in the morning. Figure it and out in the L morning. And L.A. is brutal for that, too, where you're like, <laughs> okay, yeah, this was just kind of a low-key dinner at some random spot my friend found in Culver City. Here, we'll just go splitties. Uh, and then you get your card. You're like, okay, what is tip on $240 for two people? <laughs> it's like, holy shit. It's happening more and more, man. I got to <laughs> curb that. I got to curb that. We we started doing like the restaurant credit cards, get points or miles or whatever. And I'm like, I think it's better if we hide how much we're spending on restaurants in our other things because now this seems messed up that that's how much we're spending so let's just like let's have a little opacity again you know yeah i got I like a i got a corporate credit card from the company that i'm the only employee and ceo <laughs> of and i was like you and i my, my account is like i don't think you can go out for this many business meals <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> Did you have three three hundred dollar meals this weekend? You're like, uh, I guess so. I and he's like, he's like, that's half your rent, Doug. Get your life together. <laughs> oh, I'm like, it was geez. a big weekend, okay. <laughs> and so that and someone Venmoed me for half of one, okay. So that doesn't count. <laughs> you ever you ever hit the bang bang? Oh, I I have I have done the bang bang ordering, which is like the I think the most <laughs> I think it's the lowest you can possibly be. Yeah, is like all right. Well, just finishing up this Chinese food kind of can go for <laughs> something else, and then or like opening Grubhub while eating another meal that's been delivered to your house <laughs> is like some fucking low ass shit. And I've been oh, there, baby. God. There's like that John Mulaney bit. Like you'll be smoking a cigarette and think like, man, I wish I was smoking a cigarette. Oh, you know that's the same thing. Yeah, I'm like, man, I'm hungry. I wish I had food as the chow mein is like entering my digestive system.
Oh shit, you froze mid-laugh and it's really hilarious. I'm gonna screenshot it. <laughs> I froze in a weird way. <laughs> oh yeah, I got a screenshot. I'll send it to you. All right, sick. <laughs> oh, my internet connection is unstable. Thank you, Zoom. Day late and a dollar short. <laughs> my like my all-time favorite uh like drunk late night food memory. I mentioned this to you in an email because to me this explains like me and Julia's relationship in a nutshell. It was the first time that we were going out with all of her friends, which she has a big old friend group. We're all going out to some bar in uh, in Santa Monica. Uh, and I, you know, brought a bottle over a pregame of like something I really wanted to drink. And then I was at Ralph's and I was like, well, damn, like I've scoped out her fridge before. And I know she doesn't have any good drunk food to cook. And I know the West Side's hard. So like I'm going I'm to grab a pound of shrimp. And I was just like, to me, it was so natural and it was so like normal. Like, oh yeah, like I'll get, you know, I have like this bottle of wine and then like I've got a pound of shrimp and I'm just showing up. It's like our fourth date and that's normal. And I showed up and I had a pound of shrimp and she's like, why, uh, why you got a pound of raw shrimp in your hands? And I was like, cause I like to fucking party. Sorry. But I was just like, you'll see why later. And then we, we go out, we get drunk with all of our friends. We're dancing all that. Uh, and we come back and I was like seduction time you like quesadillas baby and then just <laughs> oh. made like like poach the shrimp and like chipotle compound butter and then made like a taco gobernador kind of thing with like peppers and onions and like oh. cheese and the quesadilla just soaked in spicy butter made a little like you know pink mayonnaise sauce which any pink mayonnaise sauce is going to be delicious oh pink mm. and cream and combined <laughs> I mean, that sounds really perverted but uh you uh like anything like sriracha aioli anything mm -hmm. in the mayo aioli flavored in some way territory is fucking good for the gullet it Wait. does not matter what adjective is front of it sriracha chipotle jalapeno whatever it's gonna yeah. be good i might not even be able to tell you the difference if you lined up all three in front of me i'm just happy to have hot cream ready to go <laughs> spicy cream <laughs> wait my question for you about quesadillas Mm. My wife and I, whenever we make them at home, and, and sometimes we're using gluten-free tortillas, so it, it's mm, not tough. fully, it's a little tough. What, how do you finish it? How do you like, like, do you bake it? Do you pan, is it, do you do it in a pan and press down on, like what, what, how do you finish that quesadilla on the outside? Once you've got it all jammed together, you got your shrimp mm. and all that stuff in there. What is, how do you finish your home dilla at a I got, I got, I got really, really specific opinions on this. So one, I, I have like a big ass, uh, electric griddle at home. Cause I love just working with a wide surface area. And then also I like exclusively buy the giant 12 inch tortillas. Cause that's when a lot of people get make burritos at home, right? They're buying like nine inch tortillas that you find at Ralph's, whatever, um, but if you get the, it's a Guerrero Riquisimas burrito grande, you gotta remember all four words, but they're 12 inch tortillas. And so I'll take that and I'll throw that on the griddle to get one side of it hot because that'll start pre-melting the cheese. It'll raise the temperature of the cheese. And if you're using pre-shredded cheese, Tillamook farmhouse shreds are the best way to go because they're thicker. So there's not the as much. Uh, the yeah. farm style cut. I know way too much yeah, about yeah. this too, man. Yep, yep, yep. I got it in my fridge right <laughs> now, go. dog. Sargento's got all the cellulose on it. So it's yeah. got the anti-caking agent that's going to stop it from melting. But no, the, the what is it? Farmhouse shreds. That's what it's called. Yeah. farm thick Farmhouse thick style cut or some shit like that. Yeah, that yeah. shit rules. Oh, yeah. so fucking good, man. Tillamook, Tillamook's the best. I want to get married to their cheese factory. Um, but I'll do that and I'll put it Pay down. for by hand. Hinge, obviously. God, I hope so. <laughs> I'll put that down on the warmed tortilla side so it starts to melt. You take the shrimp, the vegetables, whatever. That's already got to be hot because that's going to keep it melting. And then you just like sprinkle cheese on top, fold the big ass tortilla over. I have this like giant like Waffle House line cook spatula that can be doubled to like kick someone's ass who's causing trouble in the Waffle House. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
We've all seen the videos. And so I'll we'll use that <laughs> and it'll just smash the hell out of it down to get even surface area browning on the tortilla. Uh, and then you just see the cheese start to ooze out. You get a little bit of a cheese skirt on the outside, flip that flip over. Yeah. And I don't do any oil. To me, like dry tortilla, that's the way to go. You put oil on the outside, it's going to distract you from all the delightful oil on the inside. Yeah, so you kind of want the oil on the inside to start yeah. making its way to the outside. Exactly, that's like, exactly. That's, that's when you got it going good. Oh. Yeah, and so I'm just going dry, dry pan the whole way through. Smart. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're trying to figure that. What we need is a smusher, I think, and I think we need to build our dillas a little better because we we have uh, a giant uh, griddle top that we we have. We, we live in a fucking old ass dumb you know 1970s yeah. west hollywood apartment but we have a gas stove and we we, we have a metal thing that we could put over oh, turn yeah, on yeah, both yeah. burners and get the pancakes oh, going fucking over. Rules, man. now i'm gonna bring bust it out for dillas dude oh, it works man. oh poached chipotle poached shrimp like that all yeah we do like a little like tequila spicy little thing mm-hmm. on your shrimp because shrimp quesadilla is like one of my wife's favorite food and quesadillas are one of them like quesadillas are like the kids version of tacos and yeah. uh, I'm I'm in it for the cheese as well. <laughs> like I'm, I I realize I'm here for the cheese a lot. So uh, I I'm a fucking quesadilla head to the core. I go to these like famous taco trucks and I'm like, "Yes, I heard you're famous for these three t- these kind of tacos. I'll t- I'll have all those." And I see you have a quesadilla on the menu and I know I'm just a white a white person in LA ordering a quesadilla, but I need it because I need I need that and a couple of tacos and that's just the fucking dream meal in my book. Oh. I think as long as you apologize for it, you're totally fine. Yeah, like, you're lo totally siento, fine. lo siento, pero yo necesito una quesadilla, por favor. Soy una güero loca. Yeah. Un gringo loco, sí. Uh, lo siento. Dude, uh, quesadillas are like all Julia eats. And I, I like to, you know, that I I show my love via acts of service, right? You didn't act about, ask about my love languages, but here we are, John. We've opened up to each other. Uh, we Bro, talked about please. edging and, you know, jerking <laughs> off of mayonnaise or whatever. We're here. But, like, I, I feel bad because, you know, she'll work all day and she won't eat. And so I'll prep, like, everything for her. So I'll just make her, like, two pounds of just, like, well-seasoned spicy chicken breast, chop it up, and I'll, like, put it next to the cheese in the fridge, next to the tortilla, and be like, three minutes Make yourself a chicken quesadilla. And so I, that's like part of my Sunday meal prep is just like prepping out Julia's quesadillas. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. I got to get in. I got to get in on that. I got to learn how to do the mission gluten-free tortillas, the ones that are so gummy they get a yeah, little yeah, Taco yeah. Bell-esque, which I yes. like about them. They just don't heat up well. That's like their only drawback. But I got to I, I gotta get a system going because they do not destroy my colon in the morning. So I, I can hammer them down. As a matter of fact, as soon as we get off here, I'm going to put that seasoned taco meat with some sour cream and some uh, home-style, uh, farm-style thick-cut Tillamook, uh, the spicy blend uh throw that on there uh a little fucking couple of hits of valentina <laughs> fold it up and just press it real quick on the uh, on the pan each side eat it like warm with a freezing cold middle <laughs> like oh, hell, yeah. hell yeah finish it anymore and it all starts to kind of lose its uh structural integrity so you get it where it's like oh it's warm to touch and the cold turkey will be in the middle <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hot pocket you know yeah, just gotta, ooh, lava on the outside i spill the middle Right, exactly. God, I Man. lived off those. Speaking fucking- of destroying your colon, you ever like have like a messed up late night meal where you it's almost like taking a PED, right? You get a little stoned, you get a little drunk and you can suddenly eat things that you never could before. Things that yeah. are too spicy or too hot temperature wise. You wake up with blisters in the mouth. That <laughs> happened to me at Heidi Lau Hot Pot where I'd never you ever been to there. Century City Mall. If you're going for the movies, go to Heidi Lau Hot Pot. I will. Heidi Lowe. I is, have I, so I have Tacos, Tomics, Nightshade, and Heidi Ho Hot Pot written down here. Yeah, Heidi Lau, L A O. 
LAO, I, got it. So it's a, it's a hot pot chain from, I believe, Shanghai, China. And they started opening up, in a, especially a bunch of these like Westfield malls that are really trying to court, you know, uh, tourists from, from East Asia. And so they got one in the Century City Westfield and you get four different soup bases in your pot in the middle. Uh, and one of them is like traditional Sichuan spicy. And it is 85% oil and just like literally, I mean, three inches deep of crushed chilies and aromatics at the bottom. And so we got that and then we got some, you know, mushroom, Tom Yum, whatever. Uh, and we, you know, first time going there and I was like, well, I'm going I'm to smoke like half a joint because I really want to enjoy this meal. It was my Friday meal. I had to enjoy yeah, it. Let's go in. Uh, and I love that you used the term PEDs earlier because when I when I was on the Doughboys, I ate uh, we did a chicken nugget power hour and I, ate, <laughs> and I, I was able to eat all 60 and they were like, it, it's because you smoked weed. And I was like, to be fair, <laughs> it was a PED and I, it worked. I, that nothing has fucked up my body more than having 60 chicken nuggets Jesus in one Christ. sitting. It like. I, I ruined me for like four weeks. Like I was not back to normal for a while. <laughs> Dude, that was that was this hot pot meal because I, I didn't realize that you're not like you dip the meat in the oily spicy, right? But you don't dip the absorbent things. So I was taking tofu. I was taking cabbage, throwing Ooh. it in there. And like and you it's get just that... taking it all on instantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like coughing. I'm like spitting up all over myself. And I'm like, it's so good. <laughs> uh, and then the next day was just like, I mean, there must have been like a full pint of just spicy oil in my body. And it just like it. Ra it it's got to come me. out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and well, boy, that's it come out. People are always like, oh, Szechuan is spicy, but it's like the mouth tingly spicy. It's a little mouth numbing. And you're like, well, you know what doesn't get numbed by Szechuan spices? My asshole. Trust yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> now you got to rub the peppercorns around the asshole before you go. That's the move. It's, then it gets that little numbing electricity on your beehole. <laughs> uh, before I moved out here a long time ago, I was visiting with a friend doing some shows at UCB. And a friend of mine was like a producer for local news. And they were like, we do these like uh, uh, my LA segments and we can get you guys free food or like some camera time. We were like, oh, mm -hmm. we'll do it. My buddy gets to go to some like, and this is 2000 and eight or 2009 so i don't mm. know if any of these things exist anymore in la but he goes to some wine bar where you like put money on a card like bust like uh dave and busters and you can go around to different wine taps put your card in Jesus. and go like ah two ounce taster and it'll fill you up and then there's like rinsers and he's like doing a segment like oh i like to come to blah blah, blah. and it's like i'm like oh that's so cool and then it was my turn and we went to a place called Arachin ramen and they had one of those super spicy bowls that if you finish yeah, it, you dude. get your picture on the wall. Uh -huh. And I, my ego got activated. <laughs> and I fucking, and I, I I did it. The bowl had like a red ring around it when it was done. There was like just five chilies at the bottom, like five. And they were like, you got to finish it. So I just like hammered it down. <laughs> oh, I no. am dripping sweat. We're, we're crashing at a friend's house on his couch because we're just poor comics at the time. Mm. I get up at like 3.30 in the morning and I am, pure heat is coming out of me. Like <laughs> to the degree where I'm in serious pain and I'm like seeing this toilet paper supply at my friends. I'm crashing at like a college buddy's house. We're in our early 20s. He's still not fully developed of like what you're supposed to have in your yeah, house yeah. at all times. Like a bunch of spare toilet paper and not like weird, you know, we don't need to see your like 
pubes trimmings around the sink edge and shit like that. But I get so fucking, and I'm on this toilet on and off for like three hours to the point where I have to stop wiping. I just have the cold shower running. Yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. just like, uh-huh. and I'm getting out and just like, like, like creating my own ice cold bidet. <laughs> and I swear the first time I do it, I hear like the steam sound. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hear like the hiss of steam. The second cold air hits, uh, cold water hits my fucking taint. It's like, did you just go like happy baby pose, like yoga, just on your back, legs spread in the air? Uh, no, I did goatsy pose. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> did. Like, uh, like I kind of did like forehead. I'll demonstrate for you. Forehead against one. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, it felt so good to have like the cold <laughs> tile on my forehead. To, you know, I was just like literally dying. There's not enough weed in the world to help with my pain on that moment. <laughs> Dude, the worst, the worst it's ever been for me. You know, Helen Ray's hot chicken. Yes, yeah. So Howland Ray's, before they were like the hottest restaurant in LA, figuratively and literally, they were a food truck in Culver City. And my brother used to live right there. And so we, on like a Saturday, we'd like bring wine and red cups and we'd go uh, eat Johnny Rayzone's chicken from the truck. Uh, and I started, I was writing for LA Magazine at the time. And so I wrote about his truck. Uh, and then I came back one day and he goes, hey, man, like, can you handle your spice? And I was like, yeah, dude, I can rocket bro i'm a big man i'm a i got a, you know I'm a big old i got a big old dad dick you know i can handle because no you know you, you don't want to say no uh and i really can but uh he gave me his first iteration of howlin which is his hottest level and yes. i ate it and it was like the hottest thing i'd ever had but i powered through it because it tasted really freaking good and it wasn't like you know there's that panic point with hot food where you're like i might actually die i never quite reached that but it was hot i go back to my brother's place and like I just had this deep burning in the pit of my stomach. Like someone took sauna rocks and shoved them down my throat. And so I was like, cool, I'll, I'll drink about it. That'll probably, you know, alleviate it. And so I drank some more, didn't help. I smoked a bowl, that didn't help at all. And then I went home and I just started like chugging Tums and Pepto. And then that didn't work. Uh, and eventually I fell asleep and I woke up and I had fever dreams. And then I like wandered down the weird spiral staircase at my, it was still a college apartment at that point. And I wander down and I just vomit exorcist style, pure red grease. Oh. And the fumes off the red grease were so caustic that it burned my eyes and I started crying. And so literally I'm crying and projectile vomiting red grease into the sink. <laughs> and then the next day after I took a shit, which was just, again, pretty much the same thing coming Red out of the grease. other end. Yeah. And I it <laughs> sits like on a, top of the water. <laughs> you're like, what the yeah. fuck? I guess I got to pour soap on it. Yeah. <laughs> I made a consomme in my fucking toilet. And then the next day, I straight up could not sit down. Like it was, I, I've never felt anything like this. I go back to Johnny and I'm like, hey, man, that was really good. But like, what the fuck was in that? Because that utterly destroyed me. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was putting pure capsaicin extract in it. And then he says, and I found out that some white people's digestive systems can't handle it. So I'm probably not going to do that. And I was like, I don't know if that's a race thing. I don't know. Like, listen, I don't I don't have the data, but I think that putting weapons grade pepper spray in your chicken. Maybe that's not the move, man. Maybe not. (laughs) That's so so fucking that's so fun. Uh, That made me think of one last uh, (laughs) fuck your body up with food thing. Uh, And it. It all came back to me recently on the new season of uh, Nathan Fielder's show, The Rehearsal. He builds this bar called the Gator Lounge or Crocodile Lounge. There's two in mm. New York City. One is in Brooklyn and one is in New York in Manhattan. And they are the Crocodile Lounge and the Gator Lounge. And in the when I was living there in the mid-aughts, it was famous for you got a free personal pizza with every beer. Jesus like you, Christ. No one, no few people pulled the trigger every time. 
I and the thing <laughs> the thing about it was you would get so drunk off these like pints and then you would go get like and they'd be like order for John and your pizza would come out and I swear to God I lost maybe four centimeters of like uh, m- m- roof of my mouth skin <laughs> like I the the amount of times I'd be there I'd be like because you're just like I have no money for food so you're like I'm waiting until we go to the bar tonight where I'll get free pizza <laughs> with every pint so I'm gonna chug PBR and smash down pizzas but the pizzas come and they are the lava of cheese mm-hmm. and sauce and, but you don't have the time you're like also you're at a bar and you kind of like want to walk around and like engage with people so you don't want to be mm-hmm. jam so you're like let me just get this down real quick and you just take the hottest fucking bite of pizza where it sticks to the roof of your mouth like napalm and you're like ah 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 it's like it's it's eating away like you could feel it going up into your septum oh, yeah. and shit oh, oh yeah brutal hot cheese like the roof of my mouth the next morning i'd be wake up and be like at fucking brunch ordering like a glass of milk i'll have a coffee a milk and a bloody mary <laughs> a milk i'm like i need it dog i ate fucking gator lounge pizza by the fucking handful last night <laughs> dude my problem is how much i love korean soups late at night and so and if you don't think about korean soups they'll like serve them literally in a bubbling cauldron like you get it while it's still boiling and like talking about edging and pleasure delaying and all that i can do it up to a point but not to the point where the food is in front of me i'm not gonna sit there and wait for that to cool down and so i'll like there's a spot called sun nong dan used to be 24 hours now it's only open till 3 3 a.m and i've oh. gone there at, i've gone there at 3 30 a.m and waited an hour i've like been eating short rib stew there when the fucking sun came up and like that's my like beautiful la moment right getting out of like a short rib stew coma and just seeing the sun over like you know the bank of america and koreatown you've but, said short rib stew enough in this interview dude, that i've never had one and i'm dude, like craving uh, one right now number let's go one, number, let's make that our to. first I- irl date let's go to dude, fucking I'm, get some short rib stew together i'm into that too my uh julia is out of town for the next month and so i'm now just like reduced to my most base instincts which is to say i'm doing two a days at the gym and i'm just <laughs> i'm just eating ground turkey slop and leftover zanku chicken for every meal and then the weekends are just gonna turn into like I'm, i want to live i'm gonna live like a roman senator minus all the sexual debauchery but you know all of the other excesses i will have a golden rod that i will be using to make myself barf right, <laughs> so i can have more right. room in my vomitorium <laughs> uh josh this this has been so fucking rad, man. I'm so glad you came on the pod. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? I know you got your your shows and shit. Let, tell tell my listeners where they can fucking track you down for more Josh, more oh, mythical. Oh yeah, chef. man. We we do a lot of stuff uh, on all socials. I'm at mythical chef or mythical chef Josh. I don't know, but I host a YouTube show called Mythical Kitchen where we cook a lot of the bullshit that is really inspired by drunken high late night foods <laughs> from college. Like that's where the brainchild of all this came from. Uh, I host a podcast called A Hot Dog Is a Sandwich where we have stupid debates about food. Cool Ranch Doritos versus Nacho Cheese Doritos, etc. Is a hot pocket a dumpling? I don't know. Find out on a hot dog as a sandwich. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Follow Josh on all socials for both uh, fitness inspo and uh, Saturday night 4 a.m. food inspo for sure. A lot of thirst, that's thirst what, traps going both ways. Yeah, that's what I, thirst traps and hunger traps. That's what he's all about, bro. <laughs> Uh, I hope we let's get a fucking uh, five by five followed by a a short rib stew kind of date going together. I just wrote a new PPL split. 
Oh, I love it. Let's talk. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> As for me, I if you like uh, action movies, I have an action movie podcast called Action Boys. You can get free episodes wherever you're listening to this, but also we're on Patreon at actionboys.biz with a Z. Uh, I have my Monday night live Spotify live show called The Movie Buff, where we're talking about the weekend's big releases on the Spotify live app. And then, of course, 101 Places to Party Before You Die is now all episodes on HBO Max. You ran out of excuses. Yeah, I get it. You didn't have true TV, but bitch, Time to sign up for HBO Max and support Gaberson Pally. Please, I don't want to do a different job ever again for the rest of my life. Uh, bye, shitheads! That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. Oh, people are loving this movie. <laughs> it's got a lot of heart. Immensely irregular. <laughs> now, somewhere... Somehow, body blow, body blow, body someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to like see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. <laughs> it's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Well, there's a fantasy component. Yeah. There's some yeah. sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. bam, bam. There's a new game in town. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room in. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. Action boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.